How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. G-A-L-D-E-M G-A-L-D-E-M this song is good. Hello and welcome to Galdem's first ever podcast. Inspired by our book, I Will Not Be Erased, our stories about growing up as people of colour. My name's Liv, I'm Galdem's founder. And for those of you who don't know, Galdem is an award-winning media company committed to platforming the voices, perspectives and creative work of women and non-binary people of colour. Hello, I'm Charlie. I'm the head of editorial at Galdem and I'll be co-hosting our podcast with Liv. We're super excited to be starting our journey with you. Each week we'll invite a guest to respond to old diary entries, letters or text messages from their younger selves. The point is to nurture important discussions about growing up. You can find Growing Up with Galdem on Apple Podcasts, the Acast app, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our podcast, Growing Up with Galdem. This week, we're joined by singer, songwriter, philanthropist and fashion icon and just an icon in general, Tiwa Savage. She was crowned Best African Act by the MTV European Music Awards and has made history as the first woman to ever win the accolade and the first woman ever to sell out London's Indigo 2. Tiwa has many, many hits, which I'm sure all of you will have heard. And we've all been basking in your glory following the release of Black King last week. So 
it's such a treat to have you with us. I honestly can't explain how excited we are um, that you're joining us today. Thank you for having me, man. <laughs> Thank you. We like to big Ooh. everyone up just before we get started. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> We've been asking as well, like, how all of our guests have been coping with lockdown, because we know that for a lot of people, it's been a real change of pace. You mentioned to us just before we started recording, you've been at the studio. So are things kind of going back to normal for you now? Or is it still a bit, you know? Uh, We are trying to kind of adjust to, I guess, the new normal. And it's been a few weeks of just literally just being at home. But obviously, people are trying to find a way to, like, just get back to to work even if it's working from home and for me for me it it, work-wise apart from performing live on stage there hasn't been much difference because I spent most of my time in the studio anyway and I have a studio in the house yeah getting back to it slowly and getting back to recording visuals with videos for for my album but even even that it's it's still strange because you have your masks on you can't normally we could have like a set of over like 50 to 60 people we're trying to reduce it down to just 15 people um and everyone's you know trying to keep a social distance between um, each other so it's it's still a a weird normal Mm -hmm. you've been busy as well during lockdown we've seen like a bit of the work that you've been doing online with we are tired could you tell us a little bit more about that and why that's such an important thing for you to do in terms of raising awareness of kind of sexual trauma and assault the honest honest truth guys is that i didn't plan for it to be any type of movement it was just Nigeria was having like a me too moment where a lot of these cases were just coming out and I guess you know what because it was locked down I think the news was getting a lot more attention than normal because you would have just seen it on social media and you'd gone to work and you'd have been like oh that's you know that's crazy but you wouldn't have really thought too much into it but we're all at home and we have time to really think how disgusting these acts are and that happened to me too so I I wake up I see Twitter and the next day there's another case and the next day there was another case and I was just like yo I'm tired like why is it a crime in my culture to be a woman like the attacks were just getting ridiculous and it was overwhelming so I went on Twitter like just ranting like yo hashtag we're tired we're tired of this we're tired of that and then it just started trending out here in Nigeria and then I saw some crazy dms and i was just like this can't just end as a hashtag like because these girls are actually sending it to me because of who i am and they're thinking that i should be able to help them and at that moment i spoke to my management and i was just like yo i can't just be doing this just to be a musician i have to use my platform for something else and at that moment i was like i have to start my foundation and to help these young girls Mm-hmm. I was going to just ask, what is the next step for the foundation? Like what, what practice are you kind of like learning as you go, like taking on like practical information or? Learning as I go. So I'm, we're, we're in the process of registering it. We, um, we got the social media handles. Some of them had gone already, but we, we, we got, we got the social media handles. We're getting it registered. And now we're trying to, so I have a project that I was going to, that I was going to do out I should be able to tell you guys this, actually. I have this project that I'm doing, so I've actually decided to use the proceeds from that to fund um, We Are Tired 
until it mm. actually starts to run and fund itself. I mean, to help people, let's be honest, I, I need money. I need money to be able to get lawyers. Um, I need money to kind of like sometimes be able to get these girls out of their situation into a safer environment while they go through the legal processes. So, And I've also decided that I can't really take on too much. I want to try and take on like two or three cases to start with and try and see it through and then and, and build it from there. Hopefully I have people that want to partner with me, maybe lawyers that would work pro bono and like just different things like that so we're talking to so many different people and we've been getting great responses so far mm, incredible and it's amazing that people feel as though they can reach out to you and ask for some support yes yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking if you see some of the stories like it's 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 not even just about getting these 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 men um, behind bars it's like you know, teaching my society, like re-educating people, because there's some parts of my culture that they think it's okay. Women don't actually value themselves. They think, you know, it's okay for my brother to do this to me or for my dad to do this to me, or I need to do this to make money. Like they, they actually don't want help. It's like, they're looking at you like, yo, don't come and disrupt my life. Like, this is cool. And some men don't think it's wrong also. Like if they see a girl who's like 10, they're like, well, she's already started her period. So that means that's God's way of saying she's ready to be sexually active. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think I think these things become so kind of normalized. I know for me, like there were things that I experienced in my like in my mid teens, which was definitely sexual assault or rape or things that shouldn't have happened. But, you know, you're so taught that in so many circumstances, it's your fault. Like I shouldn't have had that drink or I shouldn't have spoken to that person. And you end up in that mindset naturally that, you know, you're somehow culpable but there's definitely like a huge piece of re-education that needs to happen to for society to unlearn that as a whole. It's not, can't happen in one place. For, for men and women. Yeah, for men and women. And these men actually do need help too. Like that some of them are not mentally like, not mentally stable. Like we need to educate our young men when they're growing up. Like it's not just about teaching girls, you know, you have to be submissive, you have to be this. No, you have to teach men how to treat women. They grow up not knowing how to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, we entirely agree. And I guess in some ways, when it comes to teaching young men, this leads us quite neatly into our snippet. So you shared with us a, a note that you'd written about your son. Um, and we'd love if you could read it for us. Just looking at my son and I realise how innocent he is, how kind he is, how loving he is, how honest he is, um, although sometimes too brutally honest, how forgiven he is because he still cries to sleep in my bed, even when I put him on timeout, and how great he is. And then I realise that as we grow older, the world teaches us about jealousy, envy, hate, racism, tribalism, sexism, all the isms, and the world slowly starts to put limitations on us and it forces us to different beliefs and fears um, when we are actually born great. So my prayer for all of us is that we all learn how to be children again. Mm. That's really lovely. Um, I'd love to know when you wrote that and how it sort of feels to reflect on it now um, within the current context. I wrote that must have been like four or five nights ago. Mm. And I literally had such a difficult day like I was dealing with a situation where it was another person I was just like how can people be so 
selfish. Like there was just a situation that I, I just couldn't get my head around. Like I was just like, yo, like, why are you doing this? This is crazy. And it was just getting out of control. Like me between me and management label, it was just a mess. So, you know, when I, when I got back, um, my son insisted on sleeping in my room, like he always does. And so he fell asleep and I was just like, just staring at him. And I was just like, how do we go from this to what we become? Like what, what happens? Where does it all go wrong? Cause kids, like if you tell them Santa exists, they believe like, like, (laughs) you know, they, they, they believe when you say you're going to eat in an hour, they, they wait. They're like, okay, if my mom says this, is it, this is going to happen. Like, and they're just honest. If, if something smells bad, something smells bad. Like they're not trying to hurt your feelings. They're not trying to, do you know what I mean? There's just, there's so many qualities that they have. That's just so pure, so innocent. No matter how many times I punish my son, he still wants to crawl up under my arm. He still loves me. And I'm like, how do we go from there to just being jealous and hateful and just like, we start seeing color and racism. And it was, I, I, I literally was just like, how do we, how does that happen? And how can I stop that? How can I stop my son from growing up mm. and being that? From losing his innocence. Yeah. Well, like, so that was where that came from. It was just like me just in deep thought. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you're speaking a lot about kind of growing older and what the world teaches us and how we're kind of socialised. And there are all of these expectations that society then places upon us. I guess, how does that impact the way that you choose to raise your son as like a black child? in this world you know what are some key lessons or things that you really have to bestow upon him they say I'm strict but I'm very (laughs) (laughs) I'm very strict in like bedtime is this time Mm. right now I'm teaching him that if he wants to have treats he has to do chores so he has to make his bed even though he's only five and my mom is like he's five and even when he makes his bed it crazy because I still have to go back in there and and make it Mm. properly Mm. but I want to teach him about working for uh, like what you earn like I don't want him to be lazy and he had a birthday party um, just a couple of weeks ago and in his party pack I got him like a book Rosa Parks and so all his friends and his friends moms were just like uh how are you getting why did you put Rosa Parks in and I'm like I want to read teach our children or teach our children about black history so from a young age I want him to know that there are strong black women Mm. and so I'm not trying to get him a PJ Maxx comic whatever he already has that he turns on his Netflix and he already has that there has to be a balance so it was really important for me and and I and I teach him that just different historic people just one so that he knows his worth as a black man and two, he also knows the worth of a black woman, the queen that she is. And that. Mm-hmm. so he knows that he's growing up and he finds somebody and he treats that person as a queen. That's amazing. Everyone wants to be treated as a queen. <laughs> 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 I, I wonder, sort of thinking back to your own upbringing, was there a moment when you ha- felt like you started to educate yourself or when your parents started to educate you on what it meant to be to be a black woman or just to to live in the world you know yeah yeah it's funny I don't really see myself as a black woman until I moved to until I moved to the UK Mm. I grew up in Nigeria so I was uh, I didn't really see that I was black I don't Mm. know how to explain it but it was when I got to the UK and I was actually 
bullied in school for being black and I realized that I'm I'm a black kid like because <laughs> I was I grew up around everyone around me was black in Nigeria so yeah when I when I got to London I was teased so bad for being African mm. having a strong accent and my mom always coming to school in Ankara and like they I just used to get beat up so bad <laughs> and then um when I got to America was actually because I, I moved to America to study music at a much later age. And then that's when I really appreciated actually being a black woman. Because when I got there, they'd be like, hey, ma, hey, chocolate. Hey, hi. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I kind of do look like Kelly Rowland. You're right. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're right. <laughs> And then I started really appreciating, because what London taught me was it, it made me hate being African. It hate it made me hate being black. And then when I got to America, they it made me love it again because being in music, they'll be like, "Where are you from? You're African? Oh my god! Like that's the land. That's that where Fela Kuti's from." And I was I started I started learning about myself again. And then I decided I was gonna do Afrobeat. Because at first I, I just wanted to be an R&B singer Because, you know, I was listening to Brandy and Monica And, you know, like, I didn't have I didn't have um, anyone to look up to in Afrobeat Like a female artist And then when I got to America And everyone was so interested in in Africa Like all, all the, all the, all the um, African Americans anyway Then I started learning about myself And really just appreciating my culture Then I started wearing Ankara everywhere Like... <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. <laughs> yeah. No, I just was thinking that's amazing because obviously for so many like young women and people who are coming up, they now do have you. They have someone to look up to and aspire to, um, whereas you, you didn't have that. And I think it's also interesting you know what you what you spoke about when it comes to being in the UK and like being African being like about being seen as a bad thing because I know like growing up there was such a kind of divide between are you African or you Caribbean and what's cool and what's not cool um and that's not necessarily something that we speak about very often but it was definitely a reality Um, yeah like it was it was like a it was like an unspoken war like I would like try and like pretend like I was Jamaican like I, I, like I'll change my name to Topsy and they'll be like Topsy what kind of name is <laughs> and then my mom will come and say Tiwa can you get in the car <laughs> <laughs> your, co- your cover was blown <laughs> back to Africa already like what <laughs> oh, a friend of ours um who we work with actually her her dad told her mum when they first met that he was also Caribbean and then <laughs> she didn't find out for like years later that he, he lied um <laughs> yeah so you're not you're not alone you're not alone it's, it was a tough world and it still is I think I said you know I think I've heard from from younger people here that it's definitely better than it was and there's definitely more of a sense of pride definitely being Nigerian and and so on and so forth but I think you know for our generation, so we're in our like mid twenties, it definitely was still a thing um, growing yeah. up. Um, yeah. But thank you for sharing that with us because I know that it's it's a lot. It's traumatic when you go like, through that as a kid. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. But one thing I wanted to just re- return to in your note about your son was this idea of like us as adults learning to embrace our inner child. And I was wondering like if there are any ways that you do that and like why you think it's so important to embrace your inner child. I think I'm really, really goofy and I, I try and, I try and live for the moment. Like, and, and I'm not just saying that because I wrote that ever since, like, I wrote that, I was just like, from now on, I'm going to live for the moment. Cause if I tell, like, like, for instance, if, like, if I tell my son, like, we're going to Disney tomorrow or next week, he believes it. And so he enjoys his time until it's time to go to Disney. But as adults, we'll worry and worry and worry and worry and worry. And then we're we're losing the happiness that we could have had on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because we're just so stressed about Saturday. And Saturday's going to come anyway. So for now, it's like, I'll give you an example. Like, I know my album is coming um, soon. And normally I would have been stressing about this single and that single. And I'm not saying we shouldn't work hard or work towards our goals, but whatever happens today, I accept it. And I go to bed thinking I did what I could do and I just have to wait till tomorrow. 
Like, that's it. Whether it's good or bad, I can't kill myself or beat myself off of off things because I used to stress and worry about so much. And, and now it's like I don't even enjoy some of God's blessings. Like, it's crazy. That's such an important point. That is such an important point. If you're always living in that place of high stress, it's really hard for you to see, like, the blessings and the things that are happening to you in that moment. And then what is the point? Yeah, I'm telling you, like, no matter what stage you are in life, there's always going to be something. If you're a billionaire, you're always going, there's always going to be one issue. Like, trust me, problems are never going to end. Like, no matter what, you could be the most beautiful woman, beautiful man, you could be the richest, you could have had the best upbringing. There's always going to be something. So I can't, I can't beat myself off about one thing because there's other there's other problems lining up <laughs> waiting, for me, <laughs> waiting for me to solve. <laughs> I lo- really, really love the idea of this, of children kind of being able to teach us things about the world. And so often I think that we think as adults, you know, or, or grown-ups that they have all the answers to everything. But what are some of the things that your son has taught you? Okay, for instance, he's taught me that I've learned to say please and thank you a lot more. Mm. Yeah, because I'm always, you know what, I'm when he comes to grab something, I'll say, um, what's the magic word? And he'll say, please. Or if I give him something, I'll say, what do you say? And he'll say, thank you. But then he's, then one day he says, but mommy, you never say thank you, but you're always telling me to say thank you. And I'm like, wait, I'm trying to teach him to be polite, but he's probably seen me go to a store or, or ask my manager or assistant, so yo, pass me that bag. And he passes it and I, I don't say thank you. So he's watching me. So he's actually, and I couldn't even scold him. Like, I was like, look, this little boy, if I beat, like, first of all, who are you talking to? Like, <laughs> but then I, I realized, I realized that he's learning by example, not by what I say. Like, so I had to start, like, <laughs> I had to start doing a lot of things that I want him to grow up and be like, like being patient. Like, I have to learn to be patient because, you know, I'll be like, Jamil, just be patient. If he's on his laptop and the internet is messing up and he's like, and I'm like, Jamil, you just have to be patient. It's just Wi-Fi slow. And then I'll be in the car and I'll be like, why is this thing up? (laughs) (laughs) And they take everything in. They suck it in, don't they? You know, and he's looking at me like, oh, really? (laughs) I see you. (laughs) (laughs) Patience, right? Okay. So I'm learning to be patient a lot. He's taught me to be patient. Yeah. I mean, I like the idea of like motherhood being a way to for you to explore different sides of yourself, become your best self as well, because you want to be a good role model. I think that's really lovely. You've also spoken previously about how I think your son has inspired you to remain in the, in the music industry and like how you don't want him to view you as a quitter. And I, I would love to just hear a bit more about that, about in, in what ways he's sort of motivated you to stay in the music industry like you guys know it's tough in any industry and I just don't want my legacy when he grows up to be like I don't just want him to because to just read any craziness and just be like yo your mom just she was just she couldn't handle it and she just quit like Mm. I just apart from that I don't have any other job so I need to work so I can put a roof over our heads (laughs) and feed him so bottom line is I I just I just I just want to leave a great legacy for him like mm-hmm. I actually genuinely want him to grow up and be proud and be like, mm-hmm. yo, that's my mom. And that she's like a girl from Africa that just had a dream and she just conquered the world through her music. Mm-hmm. Like I want him to go around and say that about his mom. 
Mm-hmm. He must be so proud and he must be like your number one fan. I don't think he knows yet. Does he not? The, the significance of it? <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't think he knows because sometimes they'll ask him what his favourite song is and I'll be hoping he'll say t or one of oh. my songs. <laughs> he never does. <laughs> Never does. <laughs> oh, is he into is he into music? Nah, nah. He's into he's into Sonic right now a lot. Yeah, like the Hedgehog. Yeah. Oh, yeah I was just checking. I was just checking. I was just checking. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's a great game. To be fair, I like yeah. Um, yeah. I understand. I mean, so my parents are musicians, actually. And when I got to a certain age, I became very, very proud of them. And I'm sure that that will happen with your son as well. Yeah. Like what age? Like, do you remember? Yeah. So it was probably from around the age of like seven. That was when I became more conscious of it. And they also started bringing me along to their gigs. So I would be there with like my earplugs in at the back of the room being like, hey. (laughs) Um, (laughs) How was that? Were you like overwhelmed like being backstage because I'm I'm battling like should I take him should I not or should I see should he see what he does or like no I loved it obviously it's different for every kid but I think firstly just like seeing them on stage and because they'd sing around the house and I knew they were musicians but it's different seeing your parents on stage and the sense of pride I felt was really special and then being backstage everyone is so nice to you they're so like they just think you're the cutest little thing so he'll have a he'll have a great time <laughs> you'll have a great time wow cool well um I was wondering like just thinking back to maybe earlier in your journey of motherhood if there were any things that you wish you could have known any advice that you would give to your younger self about raising a son in the way that you want to I don't know am I I qualified to give advice I don't know um only to you (laughs) because I'm still yeah yeah right what I would say though is for young mothers or new mothers or whatever just the the pressure's a lot man and I know it's cliche but you you just have to go through the motion like I don't even just physically I don't think my body really bounced back to like at least two years after I had Jamil like Mm -hmm. and it's never going to be the same again and why would you even want it to be the same you just gave birth like that's that's beautiful I used to hide my um stretch marks if I go to the pool and put like foundation and stuff and now I'm just like no like one because if I swim by the time I come out everything's gone (laughs) so um, (laughs) then two I was just like yo those are like those are not those are beauty marks actually Mm -hmm. not even stretch marks like that's that my stomach carried my son like that's beautiful like Mm -hmm. so I stopped putting pressure on myself to try and bounce back and I can't explain it like I can't trade being a mother for anything like mm. it's just little things that happen like I'll come back late jump in the bed and then I'll get hurt because I just lay down on like a hard toy and I'll just be like oh man like he was probably in my bed waiting for me and he forgot his toy Aww. or something so I just like can't trade it for anything so my advice would just be my advice would be like look if God has blessed you with a child you you just need to be thanking him every day and do everything you can to love to protect um, that child because there's so many people that pray for that blessing that you have that like go through so much that spend so much on IVF like are just like marriages that are just breaking up because they're, they're 
you know, childless. So if you have a child or if you have kids, like, that's a blessing. So any pressure that society wants to put on you, you need to throw that out immediately because you have a blessing. What do you think your younger self would think about where you are now? I think she would have been like, why did it take you so long? <laughs> wow. Like, I know. Like, she'll be so proud. She'll be so proud because I make money off of my dream. You know what I mean? I'm like, and I make like good money. I'm like flying around the world, staying in great hotels, like performing on stages. Like she would be like, African bad girl, yeah, doing great. <laughs> yes. Yeah, doing yes. great. <laughs> Just before we say goodbye, we'd love to hear a wee bit more about any upcoming projects you have. I know you've got your album coming up pretty soon. What's it going to sound like? What should we expect? You know. Yes. So it's funny, you know, earlier on when I told you I used to be embarrassed about my mom, like when I was in London. So now everything has just come full circle because I want to show her off all the time. Like if I go to award shows and she's able to come, I want to take her and I, to the point where my album is named after her. So my upcoming album is called Celia and it's just a celebration of black women and just maybe women in general but it really it really did stem off me wanting to celebrate African women black women women of you know African descent and how a lot of times society says we should just be you know housewives mothers submissive we can't have careers we definitely can't be sexy <laughs> and uh, we can't make money and there has to be a man in our in our lives for us to be successful so this album is basically the opposite of that to say you can be a mother, you can be successful at the same time. Um, you can be a wife, um, you can be a boss, you can fall in love, you can make bad decisions, you can fall out of love. It's a, it's everything that society is saying a black woman can't be and, and talking about some of our vulnerable sides as well. So the first song off of the album Celia is called Dangerous Love and it, it's basically about a girl who knows that a guy is really, really bad for her but she's still stuck in that cycle. The next one that I'm putting out is called Koroba and it's basically talking about Girl, you know, in, in my society, a lot of times, girls are labeled as Ron's girls, girls who go after rich men. And so this song is saying that why are we only attacking the women? Like, why don't we attack the men who are, in most cases, married and are carrying these young girls? Like, aren't they to blame? Aren't they the ones that are in, <laughs> in a relationship? So that's what the next song is about. So it's the album is basically just talking and celebrating Black women or women in general. <laughs> Amazing. What a beautiful tribute to your mom. I know, we love I know. That. <laughs> she keeps asking me, when is that album? Is it still is this still- <laughs> like, yes, yes, it's mom. still yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was such a joy to to have this time with you. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank Lovely. you so much. Oh, I know it was crazy at the beginning, but we got it. Right. <laughs> we got there and it was amazing. Thank you guys. That was so fun. That oh, was she, so fun. It was really fun. And she is just incredibly, like, endearing. Like, yeah. I know you're not supposed to say that about people who are older than you. But, like, yeah, <laughs> it just comes, comes across as very endearing. Yeah, it was it was really nice to hear her talk about her relationship with her son, who we saw briefly at the mm. beginning of the... Who's very, very, very cute. Who's the cutest thing ever. And just, it's amazing that she's reached this stage in her life where she really seems to be, like, sitting in her power and her achievements you know she's I think she's 40 this year really yeah yeah 
She worked bloody hard too. You look about bloody 26, mate. <laughs> yeah. <isn't it? laughs> I might have got that wrong. I'm but... like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> one second, one second. <laughs> Just a little Google. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nineteen eighty, oh, wow. mm. and yeah, she's just she's just killing it, and she's got her album coming out, and she has a brilliant relationship with her son, who she's raising by all accounts to sort of be a feminist and like to <laughs> you know, it just sounds it sounds like things run up for her. But um, yeah, it was also good to hear her talk about her experiences in London as well. I thought that was really interesting and 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 saddening, obviously. But Mm-mm. but an important discussion to have, and I noticed that, and I think it. Even like with some of the like Caribbean elders that I'd speak to, there were certain things that they would say, and you'd be like, "That's a little bit off," but um, and it, and it and it definitely was a real thing, and it's you know as much as we laughed when she said that she would change her name to Topsy or whatever, Mm-mm. you know that was that was a real issue. But yeah, I'm just I'm such a fan, so truly that was just fab for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that to hear. I, from I her had to really hold and myself everything. back from like singing her songs at home. <laughs> not acceptable it's not acceptable <laughs> yeah that was amazing that was amazing and I think motherhood is not like necessarily a topic that we've explored um a huge amount of mm. and I think especially in the context of everything that's happening now it must be you know such an exciting but also maybe sometimes slightly terrifying thing when it comes to raising like a black boy in this mm. world so I think it was really interesting to hear from her perspective how she approaches that so yeah Thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you for listening. Please join us again and we'll see you next time. You can find out a bit more about Galdem um, online on our website, galdem.com. That's G-A-L hyphen D-M.com. And please, if you can, sign up to become a member today. Um, you can sign up. We've got tiers that start at £4.99 or £4 if you pay annually and you get lots of lovely treats and the knowledge that you're supporting us as an independent journalistic platform. So thank you so much for your support. This has been an II Studios production. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll tune into the next one. You can find Growing Up With Galdem on Apple Podcasts, the Acast app, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a review, rate us and subscribe. It really helps the show. And if you'd like to find out more about Galdem, you can head over to our Instagram page at Galdemzine. That's G-A-L-D-E-M-Z-I-N-E. Or you can visit our website, which is G-A-L hyphen, which is important, D-E-M dot com. Galdem has a book which is out now. It's called I Will Not Be Erased, Our Stories About Growing Up as People of Colour. You can find it in all good bookstores or online. Thank you so much for listening. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.